0: Everyday members of the Brazilian Health Ministry gather for a press conference with their daily coronavirus update. According to the latest briefing at the time of recording, Brazil had confirmed 25,262 infections and 1,532 deaths, with a lethality rate of 6.1%. But despite these official numbers being used by mainstream press all over the world, they don't tell us much about the path of the virus in the country. In fact, no one really knows how many people have been infected by the coronavirus, nor how many have died of COVID-19 in Brazil, which makes any projection for the future little more than an educated guess. This is a major problem for Latin America's largest country because, to overcome a crisis, we first need to know what exactly we are facing. My name is Gustavo Ribeiro, I'm the editor-in-chief of The Brazilian Report. This is Explaining Brazil. The coronavirus infection rate in Brazil is highly underreported, and the health minister will be the first one to admit that. Scientists from the universities of Sao Paulo and Brasilia, however, estimate that at least 313,000 people have already contracted the virus. That is 15 times more than the official statistics. How can authorities miss the number by such a wide margin? Well, that's what we'll try to figure out this week. Ivan Marshall, hello.
1: Hi, Gustavo.
0: So tell me, why is it so important to know how many people have been infected by the coronavirus in Brazil? And I'm not talking about like pinpointing the exact number because underreporting is impossible to avoid altogether. But we're not even in the same ballpark here.
1: Well, it's all about testing. Uh, Testing is what allows policymakers to properly decide on lockdowns or relaxing social isolation. And, you know, Brazil is one of the countries with the lowest rates of testing, despite being among the top 15 worst affected countries by coronavirus. So out of every million Brazilians, only 296 are getting tested for COVID-19.
0: What about other countries?
1: Well, let's look at Portugal. Uh, According to big data platform Worldometers, which gathers official data from dozens of countries, Portugal has tested 18,000 people for every 1 million residents. Okay, and the results? Well, the perception is that Portugal has the virus under control. Social isolation measures have been put in place and they've been kept there, and new cases have been stable now for the last two weeks. And despite only having 4.2 intensive care beds per 100,000 people, which is a third of what Brazil has, Portugal has one of the lowest mortality rates for COVID-19.
0: That's pretty impressive. But before people say that we're comparing apples and oranges, let's look at the US, which is another country with a continental size and a huge population.
1: Right. So the US has now become the epicenter of the outbreak. And the country has been criticized for not testing its citizens enough. But 8,866 patients out of every 1 million American citizens are being tested. And that's around 30 times more than in Brazil. So why isn't Brazil testing more? Well, there simply aren't enough testing kits in Brazil. Ideally, the government would be putting forward some sort of robust testing structure to create a comprehensive data set for epidemiologists and statisticians to study...
0: Yeah, which is what the World Health Organization keeps repeating, test, test,
1: test, but... Right, but the scarcity of materials meant Brazil had to shift their goal towards allocating resources only to those who need it most.
0: The federal government as well as state administrations are scrambling to get suppliers and increase their testing capacity, but there are still
1: bottlenecks along the way, right? Exactly. For instance, some places have testing kits, but not enough machines to process them. In Sao Paulo alone, the backlog for results and diagnoses can reach almost 16,000 cases.
0: I mean, authorities have tried to green light more labs, but there seems to be only so much that can be done at this point.
1: Would you agree with that? Well, David Oip, who is the leading infectious disease expert in the Sao Paulo state government, He recently said that while the number of diagnosis centers could go up, we shouldn't be expecting any miracles. He said that there is the ideal world and there's the real world and that testing everyone is just unrealistic.
0: And allowing the gazillion labs to process tests is not necessarily the answer, right? Because we have different
1: types of tests with different efficiency rates. Yet, yeah, so, for instance, we had a major mining company that donated hundreds of thousands of rapid testing kits to the government. The problem is that the margin of error for these tests is huge. It can be up to 75% for negative results and 14% for positive results. So that means that lots of people with COVID-19 might be getting false negatives and they could be spreading the virus while thinking that they're safe.
0: The thing is, as everybody gets worried about the coronavirus, pharmacies are able to make an extra buck
1: by selling these quick tests, right? Exactly. The lack of federal regulation hasn't stopped Rio de Janeiro pharmacies from selling these tests, which is illegal. So these tests cost around 390 reais, that's almost half of the minimum wage, and they haven't been proven to be effective. Right,
0: but not to make this episode 100% bad news. There are several great local initiatives to increase the country's testing power, aren't there?
1: Yes, so in Niterói, which is a city right next to Rio, the city hall announced mass testing with 40,000 tests arriving from the US, which is enough for 10% of that city's population. Wow. Yeah, and in São Caetano do Sul, which is to the south of São Paulo, The mayor's office announced a program to test people at home. And in Salvador, up in the northeast, the city has even started pulling cars over, stopping drivers and taking their temperature. If they have a fever, they get tested for COVID-19. Yeah, no, I saw that. And The funny
0: thing is that as many people are curious to see what the test is like, they're driving to these places and they're breaking social isolation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. That's a bit of a catch-22 there.
0: So we have one more,
1: right? Yes. Yeah, so researchers at the Federal University of Minas Gerais are developing a new low-cost COVID-19 test. It would be the first of its kind developed in Brazil, and each unit would cost five reais, which is, you know, less than one US dollar. Their work, however, has stalled due to a lack of inputs. The group needs 1.5 million reais to keep their project alive. That's less than 300,000 US dollars. And without money from the university, they've started an online crowdfunding campaign. If they find investors, researchers say they could produce up to 1 million tests in the short-term future.
0: A link to their crowdfunding campaign will be on our website, which you can access by going to brazilian.report/podcast. We'll be right back.
1: co-founder of The Brazilian Report. This week, many Brazilian newsrooms will hold talks to decide whether they will cut the wages of their journalists by up to 70%. Not us. We are aware of how important the role of the press is in times like this. That's why we ask you to support independent journalism and subscribe to The Brazilian Report. Our plans start at only $3.90. That's less than what you would pay for a Big Mac, and it's much healthier.
0: So, Iwan, in the first part of this episode, we talked about the sheer lack of data about the real presence of the coronavirus in Brazil. So now let's talk about the data we do have, which is not very good, isn't it?
1: Yes. So as our readers will already know, Brazil is proven to be unable to produce consistent, detailed data that would help experts and policymakers to understand the virus's path in the country, And then, consequently, to design action plans capable of lowering the infection curve as much as possible.
0: Yeah, we showed in our live COVID-19 blog that notary offices have registered more COVID-19-related deaths than hospitals. So meanwhile, many death certificates come with, quote, suspicion of COVID-19 as the cause, which goes against all international protocols.
1: Yeah, a study by the Open Knowledge Foundation in Brazil, which we published on the website, it rated that 90% of Brazilian states showed little to no transparency in releasing COVID-19 data.
0: And why is that?
1: Our very own Breno Grilo talked with Fernanda Campagnucci, who is the Open Knowledge's executive director in Brazil, and she said that most states still don't publish basic information with any regard for content, detail, and format. I mean, oftentimes you'll have each state and municipality compiling data in the way they see fit, which does not necessarily relate to other states.
0: This is a tragedy. I mean, I was talking to our data editor, Marcelo Suarez, who told me that each state has even its own way of publishing data. On one end, you have the state of Pernambuco doing as they should, publishing numbers in downloadable spreadsheets, which allows us journalists and much more importantly, infectious disease experts gather information and try and figure out what's going on. But some other states release data on PDF files, which makes it harder to scrape the numbers. But then the worst case must be the state of Pará, which discloses this kind of information on Facebook cards
1: yeah that doesn't sound very professional
0: no it doesn't but let's move on uh which other problems can we
1: single out well we also have some states which are collecting the addresses of patients with confirmed infections while others aren't and even uh, why is that information pivotal well it helps to offer a snapshot of the path of the virus as it were as the world health organization said in our 2017 bulletin Analysis of big data is already proving critical in building accurate models of disease progression.
0: I mean, at at least at a first glance, these episodes we're listing are more linked to incompetence than anything else. But could that lack of transparency also be going on for political ends, like to cover up the true size of
1: the problem? Well, some reports do lead to that conclusion. Uh, reporters Patricia Figueiredo and Marina Pignoni from the news website, GEOM, they revealed a memo from state authorities in Sao Paulo, which had guidelines to 37 healthcare units to only report severe cases of coronavirus infections. The state administration responded that the move was, quote, standard procedure, and it was to help policymakers focus on more severe cases. Yeah. That sounds shady. Yeah, it does, especially when we take into account the political beef between President Jair Bolsonaro and the Sao Paulo governor, João Doria, who has become something of the poster boy for social isolation measures. He put his state under quarantine, which he renewed until the end of April and he hasn't missed an opportunity to jab at the president for his lack of leadership during the pandemic.
0: It's not exactly an ideal scenario to be in, because at one extreme you have the president, Jair Bolsonaro, doing every single thing in the book that experts have advised against, asking people to go about their business as usual, making physical contact with several of his supporters, sometimes even wiping his nose before doing that. And then on the other hand, you have governors that might be doctoring the data and please, no pun intended here, to make it look like they're doing an awesome job against the virus.
1: Yeah, it's not great. It seems like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place at the moment. Ewan, thank you very much. Thank you.
0: If you like this podcast, please rate us with five stars that will help more people find out about this show. And also, don't forget to visit our website. We're bringing new content every day about how the pandemic is affecting every single aspect of life in Brazil, all the way from the GDP to the sex industry. We also have a paywall-free COVID-19 live vlog. But you should know that the best way to support independent journalism is by subscribing to our website our plans start at less than four dollars which is really not a lot to ask for for quality information from our great reporters so go to brazilian.report slash subscribe that's all for this week stay home stay safe see you next week my name is Gustavo Ribeiro and this was Explaining in Brazil